Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant. It's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. It's December 23rd. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. A good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. I've got four briefs for you this morning that are shaping America and the world. First, Germany's got a spy problem. We'll talk about how that could impact us here in America. Second, an update on those explosions of Russia's natural gas pipelines. Investigators are starting to rule out suspects. Third, we've got a sudden twist in the election of the country of Fiji. Unfortunately, it could lead to violence. Finally, and this one's just for fun, I've got some research for those of us who are a little bit older and can't quite hear as well. Turns out that you just have a very busy brain. I'll explain that great excuse. Later, we close out the podcast with my observation on Joe Biden's Christmas message yesterday to the nation. I think he's missing something very important about the state of this country. But before we get to that, we got to get started with this. Germany has a spy problem, and it might mean trouble for America's spies, too. So here's what's going on. German authorities yesterday announced that they had arrested an officer of Germany's foreign intelligence agency for spying for the Russians. The federal prosecutor didn't offer too many details other than that the man identified as Karsten L. was charged with treason after having passed state secrets to Moscow throughout this year. Now, as of this morning, we don't know what was passed or how sensitive those secrets were, but the head of the intelligence service called BND released a short and very rare statement saying, quote, in this particular case, restraint and discretion are extremely important. Russia is an actor without scruples and willing to use violence, end quote. So in some ways, I will tell you that this is not terribly surprising. Under the previous German leader, a woman named Angela Merkel, the government in Berlin grew very close to Moscow. So you would expect that Russian intelligence would use that closeness as a way to weasel its way into the German intelligence agencies. But regardless, this could have very important implications for not just the Germans or even other European countries, but also us here in the United States, too. So let me explain. So over the past year, the United States has shared a lot of critical intelligence with our European partners, especially the Germans. In fact, on a range of issues, but most especially Russia's plans and intentions for Ukraine. And when we have shared that information, at least based on my experience, our partners often ask, who gave you that information and what confidence do you have in that intelligence? 
Well, when the CIA or NSA responds, they necessarily have to give up tidbits of information to answer. And that can tip our hat, at least to some degree, about our clandestine networks, our sources and methods. In other words, maybe the CIA acknowledges that it has a recruited human source inside the Kremlin, or at least close to it. Or maybe the NSA winks at the fact that maybe they have special access to Russia's classified electronic records. Well, now it turns out that when we were telling that sensitive information about sources and methods to the Germans, well, one of those officials in the room may have been secretly working for the Russians and then told Moscow everything that we said. And that's bad. But how bad is it? Ah, uh, that is the question. It all depends on who this German was that they arrested. Specifically, was he in the room when we had those conversations? Or if not, did his colleagues tell him about it? So the bottom line is that we could absolutely see all sorts of fallout from this. So for example, maybe this helps the Russians to sabotage some of the military weaponry that we are all sending Ukraine. Or maybe it helps Moscow to identify and target some of our special operators inside of Ukraine, because as PDB listeners know, America and the West have in fact sent, well, we're not really sure how many, but definitely a notable number of boots to sit on the ground inside of Ukraine. And we know that because the military in Ukraine admitted as much back in August when they told a British press member that yes, America and the West have sent boots to Ukraine. So we'll see what happens next in this global spy versus spy game. I'll be asking around and I will keep you posted. For our next brief, let's stick to the intrigue and mystery this morning and talk about some exploding Russian pipelines. We're talking, of course, about Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2. As PDB listeners know, those are pipelines that up until the war in Ukraine, well, they were sending natural gas from Russia to Germany. But somebody bombed those pipelines back in September. Specifically, we now know that somebody placed explosive devices on or just above those pipelines, which is quite something given that they are on the bottom of the Baltic Sea. There's been an investigation into those explosions by multiple European countries, but so far, no confirmation of who did it or how it happened. And that takes us to today's update. The Washington Post is reporting that contrary to early assessments that Russia was to blame, well, Russia may not be the guilty party after all. The Post is now claiming that it interviewed 23 diplomatic and intelligence officials in nine countries, either involved in or knowledgeable of the pipeline attacks and investigation. Well, according to the Post, there's, quote, no evidence at this point that Russia was behind the sabotage. And that's quite a change from some of the very early frothy punditry, especially from TV and newspaper, well, smart people, who assured us that it was the Russians who blew up their own pipelines. Meanwhile, to be fair, there were governments who actually said the same stuff too. For instance, the U.S. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm pointed blame at the Russians, saying it was seemingly them. Okay, so look, some people got their guesses wrong. We still need to answer the question, if the Russians probably didn't do it, who did? Well, if I might offer you my low-confidence speculation, I think that the most likely suspect remains the United States. And that's largely because of the statements made by Joe Biden himself. So remember that back on February 8th, just before Russia invaded Ukraine, 
Mr. Biden was in the Oval Office and he was asked by members of the press what he would do to the Nord Stream pipelines if Russia decided to invade. And he said, quote, if Russia invades, and I mean tanks and troops crossing the border of Ukraine again, then there will no longer be a Nord Stream 2. We will bring an end to it. So a very smart journalist followed up asking, well, how would you do it? To which Mr. Biden responded, quote, oh, we will. I promise you, we will be able to do that, end quote. If you want to hear a more robust explanation for why I think Biden could have authorized that sabotage operation, you can check out the brief that I gave you on October 20th, if I may say so. Some pretty good detail there. All right. With that, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick break. For my paid subscribers on the Apple platform, no ads for you. For everybody else, not to worry. We'll be right back. And when we do, I've got two more critical pieces of news for you. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and Pure Talk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value, Pure Talk. Just go to puretalk.com baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true, finding the right policy on your own can be time-consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, Life insurance is an important safety net for your family, and that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy, well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision-making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. 
and they've got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Welcome back to the PDB. I've got two more critical pieces of news for you this morning. First, an update out of Fiji. Do you remember me telling you about Rambo? Well, he is in trouble. But first, some quick refreshing of our memories here. We're talking about Fiji because it's a key nation in the battle for the Pacific. As PDB listeners know, that's the fight between China and the United States for power and influence amongst the many island nations in the North and South Pacific. And it matters who wins that fight because whoever controls those waters stands a much better chance at winning the ultimate war between China and America should it ever come to pass. Which takes us now to Fiji. Over the past couple of weeks, I briefed you on the very important election between China's favored politician in Fiji, the current prime minister, and America's favored politician, a man nicknamed Rambo by his people, though his last name is technically Rabuka. But regardless, it appeared earlier this week that Rambo and his two coalition partners were set to win a majority of seats in parliament. And as I shared with you, that would make Rambo the prime minister. But it looks like China's preferred candidate, the current losing prime minister, he's not going to go down without a fight. And that fight could get very ugly, very violent, very quickly. So here's what we know. Mr. Frank Bainamarama, he's the losing prime minister. He called the military out yesterday to patrol the country. They will work alongside the police to, quote, ensure law and order, end quote. But that's a bit odd because there are no credible reports this morning of any notable violence targeting any particular group. And that includes Mr. Bainamarama's supporters, which he claimed were the ones being targeted and harassed. Well, the opposition parties to include Mr. Rabuka or Rambo, well, they're not buying it. They're saying that the losing prime minister is just trying to sow fear and chaos so that he can remain in power. So what happens next? And by the way, what are the Chinese doing or saying about all of this? Well, let's talk first about this question of what happens next. All eyes are now on the tiny Fijian party called the Social Democratic Liberal Party. They only have three seats in parliament, but since the election the other day was so close, basically tied, their vote will decide who becomes the next prime minister. Now, they've already said that they want Rambo to lead the country, but the party members are reporting pressure and intimidation by the losing prime minister, also that they will reverse course and he can stay in power. Now, so far, that hasn't worked. In fact, they just voted a few hours ago to let Mr. Rambo stay in office or to say reaffirm their support of Rambo. But Parliament doesn't actually have to meet until January 2nd to formally decide the new prime minister. So we could see things get nasty, more violent between now and then. So as for this other question, what's China up to? Well, they've been dead silent about all of this, nor have I seen anything from the U.S. State Department either. But that will change depending on how fast and how bad the next couple of days go. So I'm going to keep my eye on this one as it has a very important set of implications for this country in our battle for the Pacific. Finally, this morning, I've got a brief just for fun. 
With Christmas right around the corner and families gathering, it is going to be a hectic and loud time for many of us. And that's trouble for folks who are a little bit older, grandma and grandpa. Our hearing tends to leave us as we advance in age. So the more ambient noise there is in those kinds of settings with all those kids yelling about their presence and such, well, it's harder to understand basic conversations. Well, I read a study about that and it made me smile because it made me think about my grandparents. So I thought... I'd bring this one to you. Scientists have long known that age-related hearing loss happens when these little hair cells in our inner ears become damaged or degraded. It's just part of the natural aging process. But researchers at Johns Hopkins University wondered if there was something else, perhaps some function or malfunction of the brain. And they actually found that, yes, older people suffer from, well, I'm going to call it busy brain syndrome. So (laughs) here's what I mean. The researchers took a couple dozen mice and recorded the activity of over 8,000 brain cells or neurons in their audio cortex. So half of the mice were younger and half older. The researchers then set up an experiment where, well, to put it simply, they monitored what happened inside the brains of these mice when a loud white noise was turned on and turned off. So what they found was that the younger mice's brains were kind of less busy, more balanced in general, especially when that white noise came on. But for older mice, when the researchers turned on that white noise, their brain cells just fired off like the 4th of July. The neurons became very active and generally stayed active. Busy brain syndrome, as it were. Now, you might think that that's good to have a busy brain, but the, but the researchers noted that it created what they called fuzziness in processing so much noise. It made the older mice less able to distinguish specific noises. Now, researchers said that they had to do more studying, but I'll tell you, when I read this, I thought about my grandparents, especially as they got older. With all that loudness at parties, especially during the holidays, they just got frazzled and just a bit overwhelmed. So maybe there is something to this study having busy brain syndrome. And so if you feel this way during the Christmas or New Year's celebrations, just tell people, look, I am so terribly sorry, but my brain is just really busy right now. I'm going to have to go take a nap because I'm going to tell you that's going to be my excuse. Feel free to use it. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we conclude your morning brief. But I've got one more thing before I let you go. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Did you know that a recent survey found that 7 in 10 parents get an average of 3 hours of sleep a night in their baby's first year? I don't know. That sounds like like a lot more sleep than we got during our baby's first year. Mothers, you deserve quality sleep. And here's how you can make that happen. Cozy Earth. Discover the secret to better sleep with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products. And now here's an exclusive Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. It's a Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use code PDB for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Cozy Earth bedding products are crafted with temperature-regulating technology. It's adapting to your body's needs through all phases of motherhood. They use only the very best fabrics, materials, and weaves, offering superior softness that invites you to sink into a world of comfort. We use these sheets of the Baker compound, and I'm telling you, they are terrific. And Cozy Earth stands by the quality and longevity of its products. Enjoy a 100-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty on all purchases. That's a 10-year warranty. Built to last through the hardest days and the longest nights of motherhood. Incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance sleep quality and overall wellness. This Mother's Day, 
Treat your mom to the luxury, come on, she deserves with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. Head over to CozyEarth.com and use promo code PDB for 35% off. After placing your order, select Podcast in the survey and then select PDB in the drop-down menu that follows. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which, of course, means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors, not to mention you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factor's no-prep, no-mess meals save time and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer, thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking or cleaning up. Factor is part of our meal routine at the Baker Compound. And I can tell you, food is delicious and it's a complete time saver. Head to factormeals.com slash PDB50, that's five zero, and use code PDB50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code PDB50 at factormeals.com slash PDB50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Welcome back to the PDB, folks. I've got one more thing before I let you go. Yesterday at the White House, Joe Biden delivered a Christmas address to the nation. He encouraged the country to pursue what he called a fresh start so that we might, quote, really look at each other, not as Democrats or Republicans, not as members of Team Red or Team Blue, but as who we really are, as fellow Americans. Well, those words and others he spoke were certainly admirable and important. Because, yes, of course, we should want to see each other as fellow Americans, to be proud of this country and what we're all building together. If I could borrow a phrase, to be proud that we're trying to build a more perfect union. But as Mr. Biden spoke, I couldn't help but recall three polls over the past couple of months with one very important message. It's a message that, frankly, Joe Biden either hasn't heard or doesn't want us to talk about. And I'd like to offer you that this morning as we all part ways for the Christmas holiday. First, back in September, the New York Times conducted a national poll asking our fellow Americans if they think that this country is the greatest nation on the earth. 69% of Republicans said yes, but only 37% of Democrats agreed. Now, a few months before that in July, the folks at Rasmussen Reports asked people in this country if they are proud to be Americans. 74% of Republicans said yes, but only 44% of Democrats said the same. Finally, back in the spring, Quinnipiac University asked this next very intriguing question. If America were invaded by a foreign power, would you stay and fight or would you run? 68% of Republicans said they'd fight. Only 40% of Democrats said the same. 
So as I listened to Mr. Biden call for national unity yesterday to set aside our party politics and celebrate the real Christmas spirit of togetherness, what's clear is that he is either unaware of or doesn't want us to talk about these polls, which represent a very big problem. The issue, my friends, is not that we can't look at each other as fellow Americans. It's that a whole bunch of us don't want to be Americans at all. Or to be more accurate, a whole bunch of us don't think that America is great. They're not proud of this country. And if a foreign power ever came to destroy us, a shocking percentage of this nation would retreat without a fight. In fact, an overwhelming majority of Democrats would flee. And a slice of Republicans would too. And that's important to be honest about. Because we should then ask this question, why? Why do so many Americans hate this country? And why are most of those people Democrats? And that's not a partisan question. That's what the data tell us. And to be very clear here, folks, it's a very important question. It's a question of national survival because countries do not last if majorities of their people hate themselves or refuse to defend the nation. And you don't need a former CIA officer to tell you that. So folks, what Joe Biden should be asking himself this morning and what he should be prompting us to ask ourselves is who was telling so many Americans, most especially his fellow Democrats, that America is so awful and indefensible? And why? Why are they saying that? What's the goal of convincing so many Americans to hate this country? Because as much as I appreciate Mr. Biden's holiday cheer, these are the uncomfortable questions that we need to be wrestling with. Okay, fair enough. Maybe not on Christmas morning. Let us be joyful and celebrate the birth of Jesus on Sunday. But as we enter into a new year, we need to return to those polls and ask those questions. And let us be unrelenting as we do. Because if we are honest in seeking answers, then we can fix this problem. But if we don't, and we just let that hatred of America fester, then friends, we are in trouble. Big trouble. So as I leave you this morning for the holidays, I make you this promise. I will continue to bring you the PDB as ever. News from around the world and around the country that shapes our lives. And yes, I'll offer you some analysis and opinion along the way. You can take it or leave it as always. But I'll tell you of another promise. It's my New Year's resolution for the PDB. I'm going to ask those tough questions about those polls. I'm going to ask tough questions about our fellow Americans. Namely, why do so many of us hate this country? And who's telling them to hate it? Because we got to turn that around. Otherwise, my dear listeners, we will not have a country to celebrate. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes your morning brief. As always, we close out the show reminding each other of why we are here, talking about our country and our world. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. 
You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.